All rise for the Honorable J.P. Brown. Welcome to Fathers and Family Court. I am your host, J.P. Brown. You could call me J.P. 1200 because it looks like I'm going to be living at the 1200 building. Or you could call me F.O.C.J.P. again because it looks like I'm going to be living at the fucking 1200 building. Now, in today's episode, we'll be looking at Dr. Stephen Miller. Um, basically addressing why courts fail to recognize parental alienation. Um, I'll probably discuss what parental alienation is one more time, the definition, yada, yada. If you're a first-time listener, uh, pretty much this is just a father's rights podcast. I am a father who has not seen his children in over 900 days. I've been going to court for over the past two months. The court's well aware that I have not seen my children over 900 days, yet and still I have no piece of paper that says, go get your children, even though they know there's police reports and all type of other good, 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 goodiness. Um, and uh, pretty much um, I discuss early and often on this podcast that in the state of Michigan, um, mothers are pretty much free to do whatever. Um, and they not only do they not have any punishment for doing whatever with their children, um, but they're not really held accountable to other crimes as well. There's only 2,400 beds out of 40,000 um, for women. Um, so there's there's 40,000 prison beds in the state of Michigan, only 2,400 of those are for women. So you can see the state of Michigan doesn't really have, not only do they not plan on punishing women for stealing children from men uh, just for no reason, just because they can, uh, but it's not a crime. So um, yeah, that's just interesting in itself. So if you are a um, if you are a father and you haven't seen your children, um, I always say all the time, depression is real. It's a real thing. Keep your head up. Find you an activity. I train every single day. I work out. I um, I, I, I I spend time doing things. Try to get you a hobby, something that you like doing. Um, and also, but first and foremost, more than all those things, stay. If you had, if you, if this is the time to lean on your faith, stay in your faith. If you are a believer, it's time to believe is now. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, that's that. So, um, these past couple episodes, we've been, uh, we've been taking a look at other cases and looking at some other things. So that's what we'll do today. Like I said, we'll be looking at, uh, Stephen Miller. Um, but before, before we get into what he has to say, uh, let's, um, let's look at the definition of parental alienation. So let's ask our phone. What is parental alienation? According to Wikipedia, parental alienation describes a process through which a child becomes estranged from a parent as the result of the psychological manipulation of another parent. Okay, so the words that really, really, really just stick out there, what I heard was um, psychological manipulation. Um, that's pretty much what goes on. Uh, one parent knows they have the ability to jerk the system and jerk the other person, so that's what they do. You know what I mean? And I, sometimes I wonder, is it not even about like them not wanting to jerk the other person? I know what my case is, but... Just all out, all out, right? Is it just the other parent? Like, no, what parent do you know wants to give their kid 
not to the other parent. If the parent has the kid, they're probably going to be the one who wants them. And their regards, yeah, they know that there's another parent, but they're thinking like, man, fuck the other parent, me. And they can do it right, but why would you when you can say fuck the other parent and don't have any consequence? You know what I'm saying? So I think that's just pretty much what happens is people just, they don't want to hurt the other person as much. You know what I mean? But I mean, here's what you could do. Here's what could happen. You could take and say, hey, you want to steal a kid's, a man's child for 900 days? Guess what's getting ready to happen? You're getting ready to not see your children for 900 days, no contact. If women knew that was at risk, they wouldn't do this. If women knew this was at that was at risk, they wouldn't do this. But the problem is, there's no repercussion. What What are you gonna do? Give them back time? Come on. I mean, I guess. But in reality, that's not really gonna. You know what I mean? That won't fix for the time that was lost. You know. Give Give. You know. I don't know. I don't know. Or more so, man. I mean, make it a felony to take take somebody's children and. Keep them like this. Hold them at hostage. Make it a felony. Make it a kidnapping charge. You don't want to do that because you know for a fact women women are going to be doing getting charged that left and right. But that's okay. It's business, right? You want crime never stops. I mean, it shouldn't be, you know what I mean? Uh, when we look at a man and say, okay, well, we can stick him for this and that. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, no, there's, there's a, open up 30 more prisons. I'm sorry, open up 29 more prisons, make them only women-only facilities, and start charging, start making it a felony to withhold the man's child from him, and vice versa. But, I mean, it already is a felony to withhold a woman's child from her. It's called an Amber Alert. They hit you with an Amber Alert anytime you decide you're going to take your children and take matters into your own hands if you are a man. Because you never had an Amber Alert come across your phone and say, Mom took her kids and... Rarely. Rarely, 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 rarely. Rarely, rarely. Alright, man. So let's let's take a look at what um, Dr. Stephen Miller has to say. Dr. Steve Miller addresses a child custody task force and discusses the need for subspecialty training and parental alienation. What you need is a subspecialist in alienation and estrangement who sees it all the time. Not the best psychologist in the world who rarely sees it. And so very briefly, the short answer to this question, how does this happen, is this field is highly counterintuitive to anyone who doesn't have extensive training and experience dealing with it. They, most people will usually get it wrong. And when I say people, I mean attorneys, psychologists, other mental health experts. The majority of the time, they will not only get the case and the evaluation and the recommendations wrong, they will get it exactly backwards. Why do non-experts get it backwards? What are they missing? First of all, and think how counterintuitive this is, in an alienation setting, most children will align with the abusive parent. It's like, a, a, you know, these kids that you find that have been living with their abductors for years and then they resist capture or Stockholm Syndrome. Very counterintuitive. Number two, what we would call pathological enmeshment, and I'll define that briefly, 
It means that the alienating parent has an unhealthy enmeshment with the child to the point where the child has lost his or her individuality. A severe erosion of critical reasoning skills, uh, boundary violations, sleeping with the other parent, or at least doing the bidding of the other parent, inappropriate sharing of information, which all the lawyers have heard of. Pathological enmeshment is a very serious psychiatric problem. And to a non-expert, it looks exactly like a warm, close, loving, healthy relationship. The non-expert comes in with perhaps a PhD or an MD in psychiatry or psychology. And what they see is the, let's just say mother and father for simplicity, but it's about a 50-50 spread of who does what these days. You know, the, the two little girls are tightly bound to the mother. Oh, I love you, I love you, I love you. They look at dad and say, I don't want to see him. He's a bad man. She's perfect. He's rotten. The non-expert says, wow, look at that great relationship. They really don't know how to probe to see if we have their three types of pathological enmeshment, infantilization, adultification, making them little adults. Why don't you decide if you want to see that? Right there, that's adultification. Right there, that's pathological enmeshment. So I repeat, pathological enmeshment to a non-subspecialist, to an experienced forensic psychiatrist, looks just like a warm, healthy relationship. Dr. Miller discusses how non-experts in parental alienation make something called fundamental attribution error. The fundamental attribution error means you look at behavior and you think it's, if you see an angry man, someone who's angry, you say, he's an angry man. You think it's his character. In general, he's an angry man. Never mind that the reason he's angry is someone just stole his car or his wallet. Uh, you, you were hardwired to say, oh, I'm going to stay away from that guy. He's displaying anger. So if the anger is situational, then it's an error. Now, the relevance to us is that when an interviewer sees a severe case of alienation, the alienating parent is cool, calm, and collected. He or she is probably a borderline a sociopath or a narcissist or all three and is a master manipulator has learned to convincingly mimic normal behavior and presents very well. Oh, yes, I encourage the child's relationship with his father or his mother. Um, by contrast, the targeted parent has PTSD, has not seen the child in God knows how long, maybe years, has been told that he's the one who's the problem or she's the one and comes in all intense, all angry, and all stressed out. Now, I personally sat through a whole course at an AFCC meeting where the t person teaching the course said to the people in the group, you can go by what you see. If the parent presents anxious and intense, you can be sure that's how they parent. No, that's an elementary error in clinical reasoning and decision-making. Not if it's a fundamental attribution error. Dr. Miller discusses how cases of severe alienation are fundamentally different from mild, moderate cases. The severe cases are fundamentally different than moderate cases. In a moderate case, it is very reasonable to try to educate the parent to be more cooperative. But in a severe case, where you have what one expert's called uh, an obsessed alienator, that person, with almost 100% certainty, has 
a severe personality disorder. Normal people just don't do that to their children. And one clue would be that they block access for years on end for trivial, frivolous reasons that you would never block access to your children for. Um, another uh, indication, indication or indicator would be the repeated breaching of court orders, which again, a normal person would never do. So just to give you a glimpse of the pattern, when you see excuses like they, they don't like him, they don't want to see him, and I'm not going to force them, you should sit bolt upright in your chair. Does traditional therapy work in cases of severe alienation? Normal psychotherapy makes these cases worse. So if it's a skilled psychotherapist who thinks you can come in and do dyadic therapy, well, why don't you find something to apologize for? Johnny, how did that make you feel? That's a disaster. Don't try that. Even with a medium case, they will almost always get catastrophically worse. So you have to match the therapist with the kid. That's my answer. Dr. Miller concludes by mentioning two reunification programs that actually work. Both of these programs require a period of protective custody away from the alienating parent. Hmm. There are two places, one in Canada run by Kathleen Ray, another in Texas run by Richard Warshak. Give them four days with the kid, and the kid returns to the rejected parent, happy as a clam to be reunited. But they require a change in custody and no contact with the alienating parent for 90 days. Other than that, there is no hope for a severe case. Don't even think of doing it with orifice therapy. Okay, so um, also it says for more helpful information, go to www.fightingparentalalienation.com. So, um, yeah, let's go over it. So, right in the beginning, he talked about how the lawyers, the judges, the mediators, how in a majority of the recommendations they make are backwards or wrong. So... Right away, that strikes me because um, every time I go into court, uh, there's something, there's something, there is laws in place, but there are also people making decisions or not making decisions or making recommendations or not listening to recommendations that are affecting my case personally. So I can imagine out there, there's tons of, you know what I mean? So that that, that struck me. I was like, dang, man. So they're, they're getting wrong everywhere. And it's just like, so I know my case isn't isolated. Um, however, uh, when it's you going through it, you know what I mean? And you're like, all right, well, still, it, yeah, it's just, it's just, it just feels unbelievable. So, what we need to do is know, okay, fathers, anybody listening to this Father's Rights Podcast interested in this topic, you got to know off top. We go in that jail, I mean, uh, feel like a jail. When you go in that courthouse and fucking go in there, know they're probably going to get everything wrong. The, the, the recommendation, it's probably going to be backwards or wrong. And that just, that's crazy. He talked about the, um, I forgot what the mesh word was he used, but 
he was basically talking about how um, it would be confusing for a non-expert. Uh, it would be confusing because you see it. You, you would see a parent who's with both of their children and they they're or with their children, the alienating parent and the, the, the children love the alienating parent when in actuality the children have completely lost their identity. They have no clue who they are anymore. They're pretty much they've been with the alienating parent the entire time. And they've been taught and trained to only like that alienating parent because that's all they know. It's not doesn't sound crazy because it's realistic. When I heard it, I thought, well, okay, I haven't seen my kids in 900 days. Am I supposed to believe that the person who, because a person made this decision to just up and steal my fucking kids and say I can't see them anymore. A person did. Not like, I can be, I am upset at the laws and stuff, but the law didn't, it's not a law I have to get my kids stolen. A person said, you know, fuck him, I'm going to steal his kids. A person said that. So, am I supposed to believe that this person who just willingly stole my kids and withheld them and withheld their entire growing process all their life, pretty much over these past two years, withheld them from me? Am I supposed to believe that this person is over there promoting my relationship with them to them? No, this person is over there telling them, your dad doesn't love you. This, that, and the third. He doesn't care about you. He's not here. This, that, and the third. This, that, and the third. Why would they, you say? Well, they're obviously not well in the head. Or else they would let the willing father who's been looking for his children and asking for them for over two years would let them see their children. They're not well in the head. So... If we were in a setting where it was my two children and this alienator, my two children are going to be stuck to the alienator because right now they do not know me. They know the alienator. Now, I could imagine how, but my kids also are ba- were babies when they got stolen from me. So, this person walked away from an infant, left her infant alone for two months with me, right? The person who she's going to get ready to go into court and say, I wasn't fit. You know what I'm saying? Or this, that, and the third. But you left this, you left your infant, your brand new newborn alone with this dude for two months. And you never once came back to come check on your newborn? Not once. You just hit the streets for two months. And decided, oh, I think I'm going to come back now. CPS was looking for you. (laughs) It's documented. But look, if this person was to see me out in public with my kids, my kids wouldn't know me. They'd know her. They might think she's a good guy. You know what I'm saying? They might think, damn, look at that. So that's how I was easily mistaken. I mean, what do you think? What do you think? My child's mom running around here telling everybody she's doing a good job. I have a job. I work. I've been working. I do work. <laughs> I do work, you know. And then she exa- I, I graduated. I graduated. I did catch a case. I've been to jail multiple times. And multiple people have put PPOs out on me. But, I mean, I did graduate, though. And, you know what I'm saying? But, when you fluff up the atmosphere with a whole bunch of good shit and make it look good. 
You know what I mean? Then it's easy for people to get confused. So the, I, I thought it was interesting how he talked about people using confusion, basically, is what he was saying. People fucking throwing, using confusion to fucking make sense out of shit that don't make any sense. You know what I mean? And I think, I think can, keeping confusion in the fucking atmosphere can definitely keep things going your way. In situations like that right there, where the laws rope for your side, all you got to do is just keep running. But to keep running, the best way to keep running is to just keep, you know what I mean? Cause confusion. You know what I mean? And it, it wor it's worked up to her to this point. And I think it probably works for most women. We were listening to some of these other podcasts. The one from yesterday, the, the last podcast from 17, where I played the Dr. Phil episode. Notice how the mom in there just was everywhere, 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 everywhere. Like, okay. She was talking about tax stuff that had nothing to do with the things she had going on. Ma'am, you're bringing up tax stuff just to cause confusion. The real answer is... Your kids haven't seen you because you're acting crazy and they got, got old enough and smart enough to see you're not right in the head and you don't plan on changing. When we listened to the Judge Judy episodes, we heard a mom in there. She was talking to some lady and she made a really good point against the mom. And the mom just blurts out, oh, well, he was something domestic violence. Judge Judy cut her off like, whoa, 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 whoa. No, he didn't. He wasn't even living with you at the time. You're lying. Blah, 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 and they move forward, right? But those are two clear-cut instances and two spots where we played cuts of people just, not people, women, mothers, just throwing out false facts to cause confusion. They're not facts. They're false allegations. False allegations just for fucking cause some confusion. It works everywhere. It's not rocket science. That's the crazy part, like... Lawyers and shit, I think that's where they get paid the big bucks. But you come in, something's not going your way. You fucking throw some sauce over here to try to go, oh, look at this. No, I didn't say I'm not talking about the fucking laws right now. Right now I'm talking about the imperfections on the floor. You bringing up shit on the walls is not changing the fact that there's imperfections on the floor. You know what I mean? And I think so much times when I come, when a person comes in, they say there's a problem on the floor. A person will keep bringing up the walls when the problem is the floor. That's the best analogy I could, the best way I could think to describe it. But man, confusion is just crazy. Also, I heard him mention Stockholm Syndrome and I'd like for us to look that up real quick. Let's ask our phones. What is Stockholm Syndrome? According to Wikipedia, Stockholm Syndrome is a condition which causes hostages to develop a psychological alliance with their captors during captivity. Okay, so Stockholm Syndrome will definitely be in effect for my children. Because how in the world will my son know all he knows is the person who stole him and the people who helped that happen? He doesn't know there's somebody else who had him at the front. He doesn't know... He doesn't know for he doesn't know. He does not know. All he knows is that somebody somebody has him and he, he might you know what I mean? All he knows is what he knows. He's he doesn't know anything else. He's three. He doesn't know anything else. But does that make it right? Absolutely not. 
Absolutely not. It makes it wrong. It makes it completely wrong. A young, uh, 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 the reason why I know it's wrong is because I didn't, wasn't around my father. And I'm just like my father. I'm just like him. We got so much in common. Things that I had in common with him as a child that were early that had nothing to do with him. Because he was not around. That lets me know. I went. I know for a fact what I'm saying to be true because I actually lived this life. I'm not. I, you know what I mean. All right. We don't. I don't need to experiment with my kids' fucking lives because I already lived this shit and I already know it does not work, man. It doesn't work. You know what I mean? Nah. At least my mom had the slightest bit of sense. You know what I'm saying? She had some common sense. Well, you know what I mean. Did I have a perfect life growing up. No. But at least she had, you know what I mean? I've, ne- I've never seen my mom, you know, my mom wasn't a criminal. She, was, she wasn't at risk of going to jail, not never. I've never even seen my mom get pulled over before. The company my mom kept was regular people. And she didn't keep no company. She was chi- just a chill. My mom gave up her life to raise me. That's what she did. She, you know what I mean? That's that. Is is that what I is that is that an instance my children my my son has no I I said that to say my son is gonna be feeling things in his soul that he knows do not relate to this lady and it's gonna be like okay what is it no man you're not nothing's wrong with you at all you just don't know who you are son you don't understand that you're me you got me in you you have no clue you're around these people and they're all fucking clowns. And in your soul, you're like, why, 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 why is it not clicking with? Because you're not all them. There's more to you, and until you understand who you are, how are you fucking gonna feel? You know what I mean? How are you gonna know? How you gonna? You know what I mean? You don't know who you are. Now, I said that to say my kids are probably experiencing Stockholm syndrome now. When I do get my daughter back and I get the chance to show her some more of the things. And I had her when she was two. So two years ago was a long time. But I think when she'll be smart enough to see a picture. When I was four and I seen me as a baby, I was smart enough to remember. But unfortunately, my daughter took to me more. You know what I mean? At the time. And this was a big problem for my child's mother. Now, if you think this isn't happening to me because my daughter and my son took to me more, you got another thing coming. Like, it, it won't, I'm not, it, I'll, I'll never forget. No one will ever forget. No facts will ever be changed here. When we were doing week on, week off, when my daughter comes home to me, when she came to me, she jumps out of whoever was dropping her off's arms and come, jumps in, into, into whoever's picking her up's arms, tells whoever it is goodbye. She's a toddler. She doesn't understand. Goodbye. You know what I mean? That's all she knows. She See you later, motherfuckers. And, she's, and she gets in the car, and she's ready to roll. Now, vice versa. Let's flip the switch. I got to drop her off. Somebody has to drop her off. She's upset that day. She doesn't want to. She's uh, acting all funny. You know what I mean? When it's time to go, you know, she... You know, she doesn't want to leave. She don't want to go with him. You know what I mean?
You think my child's mother doesn't know, remember the fact that she had her own son and she could not for the life of her make this young man, this tot, this newborn, this little baby smile. She couldn't get a smile out of him. All he would do is just look at her because you know why? He probably wasn't feeling her because when my mom held him, he smiled. When I held him, he smiled. When, I, when, I, when, I, when I'm in the room, you know what I mean? No, he's not going to remember that. He was months old when he got took. But what I'm saying is somebody let, somebody want, you think, you think, you think this another person doesn't know, I'm a, you know what I mean? This, you think this other person doesn't know that I have more to, you, you know what I mean? You, you think this person doesn't know? Like, this person knows, okay, if, if this person knows. And I think a lot of these parents know. A lot of these moms know, like, okay. It's a power thing. If I send my kid over here, I'm going to lose some power. It's not going to be all, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to lose some power. It's ridiculous, man. Listen, make this a felony. You want to fix this? You want to really, really fix this? Let's make this a felony, man. Make stealing children from the other parent a felony. We already do for men. So now I'm going to narrow this bitch down. Make stealing Children from a man, a felony. Against his will, a felony. Make it a felony and throw women under the prison. I'm tired of this. This is very fixable. Let's fix it. Let's write these bills and make some fucking laws. You want to fix it? Well, I got the answer. Michigan, you want to make some money? You want to fix these damn roads? You want to fix shit? Okay. Well, let's open up business, man. It's, it's, it's another business on the floor. Call up Tom Gores, tell him we need money for 30 more prisons, man. All women facilities. Let him know. Oh, man, business will be rocking, man. I bet you can, I bet you shit will get right in order, man. Shit will get right in order, but let me tell you why that will never happen. That will never happen because as many women who are completely against a man running into their house, kicking their door open and stealing the kids that they're raising, they are against that. But they are completely for kicking in his door, running in his crib, stealing his kid, and nothing happening. Like that's you know what I mean. Make it fair, man. You know what I mean. Mostly, here's how we can really fix it. Don't treat each other bad. It's not rocket science, man. It's pretty much basic. Just treat people good, man. Like. When you were a little kid, did you picture yourself having a child with somebody and just stealing the fucking kid and telling them to fuck off? If you did, you're probably going to get what's coming to you in the next chapter, whoever you are. But if you didn't, what are you doing? What are you really, really doing? You know what I'm saying? You got to ask yourself that. If you are stealing children from somebody, like, what are you doing? You know what I'm saying? Why you got to... <laughs> Come on, man. We got to do better. You know what I'm saying? Next, I just want to briefly go over um, custody. Um, not custody. I'm sorry. Therapy. Uh... Okay, when I walk into the court, the exact same people sitting on the stand, you know what I mean? The exact same people that are in that courtroom are 
they uh, they are not they they are not specialists. They what you're telling me that they're specialized. So you're gonna they're gonna treat the exact same case from somebody who took a kid for a month the same as somebody who took a kid for two years. You know what I mean? In in, in actuality, how much power do those people have anyway? From the alienator, who you know what I mean? How much power do they have? I mean, they can't send them to jail because it's not a crime. You know what I mean? It's not a crime. You can take their rights, but like, it should be a crime because yeah, that that might take that parents. But let's prevent. Let's take some preventative measures here so that I don't know. Yeah, I have a daughter. I want it to. If my daughter decides she wants to just steal some dude's kids, no. That should be a crime. No, you can't do that. You can't just steal a nobody kid, man. You can't do that. You can't do that. You you somebody brought you some product. You cooked the you cooked the product, and now you just want to leave. Tell me how. Tell me where that's okay in any world. Somebody brought you something and said we gonna go half on this. We gonna go in on this together. Somewhere along that process, as soon as I get up from the bed, it becomes all you now. You didn't have no sperm, bro. You know how much you would have had to pay to get this sperm, bro, from out the sperm bank, bro? It ain't free. I know that. I don't know how much it is, but it ain't free. So I come over and then basically we get into this nonverbal agreement, in which it should be. I don't care if you accidentally had kids or not. You all should have had. Once you have sex and once you got once she pregnant, that was, you you it should be a nonverbal agreement. Every time you get by that snake of somebody and get and get down with the get down, you just took a risk. That's something you each is, you each know what time it is if they have that happen. If that's the risk you take it. Why should you just get to get up from this bed and it be all you from here on out? Why should you just get to get up from this exact same bed and be any more important than me? Why should you get to get up from this bed and we both act like your heart beating any different than mine's is? Why should you just get to get up out this bed and automatically be considered a more... Why? Because before I got here, you didn't, you didn't have no kid. And no, you didn't have no kid. You ain't had nothing. Matter of fact... You were just pretty much reproducing and getting ready for somebody to come around. I'm sorry, whatever it is, you know, you know, the cycle. Fucking getting ready for somebody to come around and drop the gift on you, right? Gift. Is a wrong word to use there. Blessing is more, is more. Because gift make it feel like, mine, I have it, take it, run. No, bro, you didn't do it alone. <laughs> That's just why I don't understand why, like, we, I gotta, you know what I'm saying? But I gotta direct this energy towards this because it's important. You know what I mean? And every episode might be somebody's first episode. So go back and see, man. You know what I mean? Go back and see some more. But just in case it is their first episode... Shit, I want to fucking have, you know what I mean? This is this is this is the energy, bro. This is how I feel about it. You know what I'm saying? Mostly I think we need to do something about that. Now, as far as the therapy goes, you can't have people again trained in there. You know what I mean? I don't know how you're going to fucking have the I don't know how you're going to have one people one one set of people trained for all of them. You know what I mean? You I, 
I don't know how I, I've I don't know how the people who've been set in front of me thus far are trained. I, sh- I should say it like this. I'm not confident that any person from in on my case has been uh I'm not sure it is trained for this or I'm not even sure that they are properly equipped to because the law doesn't let them be. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, it's not anything against them. I think everybody's doing their job. You know, they come to work, they do their jobs. I just think they're not equipped. We haven't voted and made it right for them to send a mom to jail when she steals her kids. So when a mom comes across it, you know what I mean? There should be definitely parental alienation specialists in the court system. And they should be excellent at what they do. Because right now, we don't have that. I have not seen, I haven't, they don't even talk, I haven't even heard no one in there mention it. It's not being scolded, nothing. It should be like, number, not every person who has a child before you lay down and get butt naked and put, or decide to not put a rubber on, everybody needs to be walking around speaking and talking about parental alienation. Because it can happen to anybody. Only thing gotta happen is your your significant other, your partner, whoever whoever had you had a kid with, decide fuck you, and literally that's it, that's it, bro. Oh, I'm gonna go to court and fight for mine. Yeah, bro. But understand, it's also some people who just put their own self on child support just to see their kid, just because they don't want to miss this time. This shit here, fight. You know what I'm saying? This shit here, fight. You got moms out here. Who really don't want to lose their power. You got dads out here really trying to go to see their kids. They going to court on the red. You know what I'm saying? And you got moms out here who do not want their child to have that other parent. Because they're fucking selfish. Why not send that parent to jail? Why not make that a crime? I mean... My in my instance, I'm not speaking on my instance because I'm I'm dealing with something completely different. My my the other the other the alienator in my instance is a criminal. You know what I'm saying? And the only reason she's not being seen or treated as a criminal is because she's a female. I know that for a fact. If any males would have done anything this person had done, she, they would have been under the bus. Now unacceptable in my eyes. That's sexism and that says we have a problem. That's no different than a motherfucker saying, don't drink out of that fountain, that's for whites. Don't drink out of that fountain, that's for blacks. It's no different to me. Only difference really it is, is it only affects the people it's affecting. (laughs) That's the only real difference. You ain't gonna be passionate about this unless your kid got fucking stole from somebody who said fuck you. Otherwise, it's just like, oh, you should watch who you lay with, wow, 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 until your motherfucking car gets stalled. Then it's, you should have watched where you parked your motherfucking car. Or until somebody just randomly beat your ass. And you go and jump on the internet and talk about, oh, somebody attacked me and beat my ass. I don't know what happened. And wah, wah, wah. You want some sympathy. Then, you know what I'm saying? And people do feel bad for you, whoever may be watching. People do feel bad. But it, I'm, I only said that to say it, people only care when it happened to them. I didn't give a fuck about this till it happened to me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? For real. 
You know what? Something I was running around talking about, thinking about, and saying. I mean, I, I was also always praising my friends who were fathers that had kids because I was understanding of the importance of the passing of generations. But I didn't give a fuck about what I wasn't thinking about. I knew this was a mom state. I knew people didn't call it friend of the court. They called it friend of the, uh, you know what? I knew that, but I did not understand the severity. And I think we need to do a podcast on, 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 on that name as well, because that, I find that interesting. Where did it come from? Why do people say it? Because, I mean, <laughs> people don't say the lions are bad because they're good. That's for sure. It's got to be some truth to it. And when you got people in your own system working that system that are saying and saying openly that the system is botched, it might be botched. You know what I mean? Or what can we do? I'll tell you what we can do. We can start voting. We can start talking about it. My podcast, this podcast right here, this is specifically so we can talk about it. This is so that you can think about it. I'm going to talk about it on this podcast so that you can turn your fucking phone off and think about it. Think about this shit, bro. Is this okay that moms are fucking stealing kids? Is this okay that there's dads out there? Is this okay that Christmas is coming and dads out there don't get to see their kids? Is this okay that there's dads out there who fucking... You know what I mean? Is it okay that there's women killing men and no one's doing anything about it? Is it okay that a man can't kidnap his kid, but a woman can? Is that okay? Are these things okay? Are we going to act like these people aren't doing these things to other people? And if we think about those things, once you turn your phone off, then this is all that this podcast is for. If you don't, if this, if you don't have a situation, anything like this, or you've never heard anything, anything like this, then you probably won't fucking really relate to this podcast much. This might not be something you tune into for forty minutes on the red. But I tell you what, though, if you do have some shit going on like this, this is gonna be somewhere you could probably come to for some content and hear somebody who, who you know, likewise. Ain't no right or wrong, man. This is pretty much just me expressing how I feel about what the fuck I'm going through and what I'm thinking so I can have it captured. Because. Because something's happening to me that's not right. Wouldn't we love to have a podcast of Martin Luther King? Wouldn't we love to have a podcast of our great-grandfather who got... Fucking, wouldn't I love to have a podcast from my grandfather where he was just talking about clan being clan hanging fucking folks from trees in Memphis when he was a kid? Yes, I want to. I want to hear the podcast. I want to hear at the time what was what, what he was going through, what he was feeling, what he was thinking. I know everything. He might say some racist things in there, say racist words. I know he might because they they it was he was seeing people come running in houses hanging people from trees. So I can expect this podcast might be a little biased towards his way, his view. But I still want to hear it. And that's why I'm doing this. Because I want, I will, I will want, that maybe my grandkids might be able to hear this podcast someday. Fuck it. We never know where technology going. But I'm going to fucking capture this just in case. Now mothers, if you're out here listening to this, let your children see their father. 
If you hold your children from their father, I guarantee you, this will bite you in the ass. It will. And you can go back to my last podcast and hear someone else say it, if you'd like. But this shit will bite you in the ass. Fathers, if you haven't seen your children, man, I'm it's the part where I tell you, man, keep fighting. It's the end of the podcast. Good 45 minutes. Go follow me on fucking Instagram, my personal page, jpbrown.dfm. Follow me on Twitter, OG underscore jpbrown. Follow me on TikTok, jpbrown.dfm. And that's pretty much it, man. Motherfuckers keep fighting, man.